I'm Natalie. And I'm Christy. And we are the Prodigal Daughters. So, crazy thoughts that Christmas is almost here. Um, Like, I'm actually very... Not, I mean, I mostly purchased everything, but I can't believe in, like, two weeks, right? It, like, happens so fast. Yes. Like, one second, it's like, oh, it's Halloween, and we have so much time, and then all of a sudden, it's Thanksgiving's over, and it's Christmas already. I'm like, going to tell you, it's you people that put your trees up beforehand <laughs> that made it go by so fast. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. Um, so, we have a special guest this week. Which is exciting because we haven't had any guests the last yeah. two episodes, but that's partly due to my poor planning and over scheduling, and also partly due to everyone else being busy. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But we have with us Amanda Costin. But I don't know if I would say your last name. I don't know if it is it Costin. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, uh, yeah. Whatever. You know. Um, so yeah, Amanda, she is a friend of ours from church. She is in our life group and, um, and she is, she's a nurse. So welcome, Amanda. Yeah, thanks it's, for having me. Yeah, it's, it's awesome to, to be able to have you on here. We, um, Amanda, she likes to post a lot of awesome articles. I know that I actually get a lot of really good things, um, that, that you post and I, I just, it causes me to like. It's like a breadcrumb trail. Like I'll look at something that you post and I'm like, oh, that's really informative. And then I find another thing and then another thing and another thing. But um, yeah, so she's just just super smart, super sweet lady um, who loves animals. Yes. 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 Um, Dogs in particular. (laughs) Yeah. Well, tell us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, um, I'm married and I have two boys. They are eight and ten. And that's all. We're done. And we have three dogs. I feel like we always have at least three dogs at any time. Um, I like how you said, and we're done with kids. We're done with but kids, not but we're never done with done dogs. With dogs. <laughs> we'll never be done. So we have five children, um, I say, right now with our dogs. Uh, we, um, I'm a nurse. I work in labor and delivery. I've been doing that for 14 years. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, so that that's pretty much... All I do. That's your life <laughs> That's right now. Life. Yeah. That's so it. have you noticed any, um, I'm sure things changed because everything changed. The world basically changed on yeah. what, like March of last year. Yep. Um, this year. Has, or still this year. This year. I guess we're, we're still, still in this year. This is the year that never ends. The year that never ends. Have you noticed just like how bad or how crazy were the changes that you guys had to go through or did much change? Um, yeah, it's been, it's been quite the stressful, stressful time for all of us. Um, every week a new policy was coming out, a new oh change was coming out. Um, and we're just in labor and delivery, so I can't even imagine what was going on on the floors or in the, the ICUs. Floors. Yeah. Um, I know that they had a lot, a lot going on. So every week was something different, um, as far as, testing people to wearing masks to now we wear masks all the time um our patients you know it just everything it's just a constant change do they make the women in labor wear masks while they're in labor if they test positive for covid yes oh so do you have to test each new mother that comes in we have to um this is a new thing that started a couple months ago we test every single person that gets admitted 
in our facility, in our department um, for C-section, labor, or just being monitored. Um, Dang. Not sure why. That's just crazy. Like, <laughs> um, I was sitting here thinking about when I had my babies, if I could yeah. handle wearing a mask, yeah, I would be um, very angry and mean. I, yeah. think I, would, I think I would risk just trying to have a home birth if I found out that I had to Well, we've noticed a lot of people are starting to do that, which makes me nervous because, right. you know, you have risk with that. So I'd rather, I'd rather go back to let's just... Let's just test people if they have symptoms. Yeah. Like, yeah. to me, um, we go through the questionnaires, but we still test everybody. And we have had a few people come back positive that had no idea. Like, you the, know, the a- asymptomatic. asymptomatic. Yeah. So then we have to treat them as if they have this horrible plague. So we all have to gown up. And it's it's a lot of stress for us as well as them. Yeah. Because then they realize that they can't have... Um, well, at first, they couldn't have a visitor at all. We have had one woman have to labor all by herself, which oh is just goodness. absolutely terrible, terrible and awful for her. Um, so then we changed that policy and now allow we would allow the fathers in. You okay. know, so yeah. So only one had to had to endure that. God bless poor woman. I know, I I know so poor woman. I like, tried to be in there a lot with I her, but it's hard for this. us because we have to like <laughs> really gown up and mask up and. I mean, it's it's hard to breathe. You gotta come yeah. out. You're coming out of the room just face sweating. Everything. It's just it's just not fun. Do you have um, the N95s or do you just have the regular? We use um, regular just surgical masks. Um, 24/7. We have to sit at our desk with them too. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't quite understand. But um, the N95s we do have for testing and for anybody who does test positive. Okay. But we've only had maybe three or four. Okay. And since the whole thing in our department, so and like I said, they've all been asymptomatic, so yeah, we haven't had any like full on full on sick. Like, man, that would be crazy moms. though to like. I remember when I was, oh, I don't remember which kid it was. I w- maybe it was Vivian. No, maybe it was Ezra. I don't know. They all kind of blur <laughs> together. But one of them, I one of my younger two, I um I think I started getting a sinus infection for, and I was so worried. That they would not do my scheduled C-section because they'd think I was, like, sick or something. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm taking all these meds. I'm like, I promise you guys I'm not I'm not going to be sick. And they were like, oh, we don't care. As yeah. long as you're not, like, dying, yeah. right? you know, yeah. we'll totally just work around you. You're fine. Yeah. But yeah, I just remember being really, really worried. I also could barely breathe. And I'm like, Pfft. and actually, I think, like, they gave me antibiotics obviously when you get a c-section you preemptively get antibiotics and i was like oh man i'm already starting to feel a little bit better so this is kind of knocking out that sinus infection it was <laughs> two, two birds, birds one stone yeah. yeah yeah that was oh crazy times um do you so just being a labor and delivery nurse i'm sure you see a lot of craziness just in birth giving do you yes. have any like really good stories of like I, something that just really has stuck I with you for I forever had... I mean, I've seen everything from <laughs> just like people like full on high on cocaine coming in, oh, you know, just so craziness sad. to that to, um, yeah, just the funny, I mean, people trying, you know, going natural and and then wanting drugs like way well late. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, there's a, there's a full spectrum of everything you can see in labor and delivery. I mean, good to the bad, to the ugly, to the... Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> so. it's just, it's always super interesting. I remember also, and I don't remember, I apologize to everyone if I've told this story before. I feel like maybe I did, but also 
as Bella would, she called me a boomer the other day. Yeah, she says I'm old because I like classical Christmas songs. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, I have a whole tangent to go on. I'll tell the story and then we'll go to that. Really what that says to me is you haven't done your job I've to done inundate your job. children with what is good. Listen, that's a, that's she knows. And this is the first year that she's like, ew, ew this is old people music. Give um, me an example of an old person music that is a classical Christmas song. White Christmas. What? Yeah. I don't know. I was literally like arguing with her in the car that this is dumb. And then a Lady Gaga Christmas song came on and it sounded oh, no. so terrible. It was yeah. like, I don't like techno y and like, no. like, and she didn't say she liked She goes, I don't like that either. But I was like, but like, you're basically calling me old for my awesome Christmas song that I just belted out <laughs> and not this terrible garbage that is what young people are listening to. I like to, uh, whenever I uh, argue with Chandler about stuff like this, like preferences, I like to give him facts. And so the fact of the matter is that though it may have been made a long time ago, the fact that it's still streamed every single year without fail, people seek it out, means still that their there. opinion is wrong for not liking it. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Well, and then, so, <laughs> so Bella has this whole thing where she's like, I hate country music. Ew, turn it off. Which is, again, funny because when she was small, like Vivian's age, or even like till nine years old, I'd say, she loved country. Um, but now she's like, ew, it's so gross. But, uh, so, uh, Casey Musgraves has the Melikli, I will not pronounce it correctly, but you know, the Hawaiian Christmas song, Melikliki, Wana, whatever. So that song came on that version and she was like, oh, this is really good. This is a good one. I like this. And I was like, she goes, who is this? I like her voice. So I'm like, I'm not going to tell you till the song's over because I feel like you're going to change your mind. And so at the end of it, I was like, it's Casey Musgraves. She's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, she's a country singer. She's like, oh, huh. Well, I like it. She totally did not want to like it. It was great. It was great. Well, I actually, um, I, I used to really like Taylor Swift, and now I don't. Um, and Same. Well, I don't know that I really ever liked her, but I don't like her. And um, Josh, uh, Josh has been playing her Christmas song, and I'm like, please turn her off. And he's like, it's good. I don't care what you think of her. It's good. I'm like, it's funny, not. That is <laughs> funny. You know what I've noticed, and I don't get it, but Taylor Swift fans, I think most Swifties are men. Really? Probably. Really? Like, I've noticed a trend. I don't know very I've many noticed so. Girls um, that... Yeah, I don't know many girls that really like huh. her because I think her voice sounds really auto tuned and yeah. not very good. Um, I agree. I don't think she's but... All the people that strongly like her are men and her music. It's not just her. They like her and her music. Hmm. All of Ryan's coworkers in the military. Really? They the were military? all Swifties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to see some data on this. There's um, the <laughs> Ghost Runners podcast. They're Swifties. Uh, the two guys weird. that host it. Um, yeah, guys, I've noticed. Because most girls Maybe will be like, Maybe because they Taylor think that she ha- they have a chance and she likes to date around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she is a serial dater. She is a serial dater. But Maybe I they're like holding know. out hope. Kind of like how a lot of women um, hold out hope for Tim Tebow, but now that he's married, they had to let that go. I was never a Tebow. See, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of uh, especially Christian women who were single, or especially would be like, I'm going to marry Tim Tebow when he was single. I thought like he seemed like a good guy, but was never someone that I was like, well, you're not into football, though. I love football. What? What? Since I'm a when? Seahawks fan. I've told you okay. this. I do fantasy. I'm a Seahawks fan. Oh, that's I would true. watch but, all sorts of games. But not college. Not college. Yeah. I've never been that's why you. That's why you're not into him, though. That's why oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not yeah, in yeah. touch with Although the... Ryan knew all about him because... Yeah. I went to 
skate. I went to me skate. too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, yeah. Because he, he was there, though. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm a little bit older. Than him. See, I got. But to... I didn't care. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to experience the glory days of Tim Tebow. I actually graduated in his class, and oh. um, there were several times when he was in the bagel shop. When I was in the bagel shop, and I had to tap him on the shoulder because he doesn't pay attention because he doesn't want the attention. But um, I had to be like, excuse me, it's your turn. Please go get your bagel. <laughs> That's my Tebow experience. But... You say with fangirl voice and face. <laughs> excuse me. I'm jealous. I, I, oh, love, I love him. Love I actually love, I, the more I, the more he's in, like, let's call it the public, because um, really he's not, he's not playing a sport at this moment, I don't think. Although maybe he's going back to baseball. But the more he's in the public eye, the more I actually like him more. Um, I think he's just a really nice guy. But he, he's recently taken on, like, trying to uh, diminish uh, sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. And oh, so I'm, like, like organization super great. in love with him. Yeah, and I know. He's, like, the perfect person. Yeah, and he, like, <laughs> he, do, he does, yeah, he does, like, public speaking with, like, scripture. He seems like an awesome guy. So. I, I will agree with that. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, you, my only time that I really met someone famous Again, I don't remember if I've told these stories on here or not no, before. No, I've never done the famous Okay, one. good, good, good. <laughs> um, so I used to work, uh, my first job at a, or in high school, I worked at Taco Time, but I actually, that summer, got a second job. So I was working two jobs. I worked at Laser Quest as a um, marshal. So I'm the person in the in the maze who has oh, the flashlight awesome. and <laughs> yeah. would make sure that nobody tripped, died, fell, vomited, <laughs> um, you know, or got lost. Because little kids would get lost and then start crying. But, um, so I was, I was a marshal there and, uh, Josh Hartnett was in town filming a movie, um, called Mozart and the Whale, I think is what the movie was called in Spokane. And so their whole crew decided to spend the evening playing laser tag. And so I, I got to be the marshal for them. And, um, it was really funny because I remember there were, uh, there was a gaggle of girls that would go and wait outside his hotel room for him to come out so they could see him. Because this was, like, in his glory days. Like, yeah. I don't even think he acts anymore. I think I read an yeah. article yeah, that he retired from acting yeah. or something. What was he, he even in? Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor. Okay. okay. Um, the, Black Hawk Down. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the movie about Lent, right? Yeah, the 40 days, 40 days and 20 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I... There's another. I mean, he was a heartthrob. Like, yeah, he was. Um, in the early 2000s, right? Yeah, or 90s. 90s mm-hmm. and 2000s, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was in a couple other, like, you know, romance, teen, teen, yeah. teen, teen mm-hmm. romance movies, whatever. I definitely thought he was attractive. Um, I think objectively attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, back then, maybe not so much. Oh, well, he was also in a couple, like, uh, action movies. Yeah. Lucky Numbers. Oh, yeah. 11, 7, some, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. Um, so there were these girls that I remember, I'm sitting her here, like, I'm too cool. I'm just sitting back in the counter because I work here. And these gaggle girls are just, like, talking about how they were waiting outside his hotel and they wished, like, they'd want to run into him. Um, and I noticed them walk in. I knew that they were going to come in because, like, their person came in and said that they were going to schedule them this thing. He comes in in truly, like, this is what famous people do, and I always thought it was a joke, but he had, like, a black beanie on with black frame glasses, a black turtleneck sweater, and was, like, standing next to these girls, and I'm just sitting here, and I'm laughing to myself. Because you know it's him. Because I know it's him, and they haven't even noticed that that this is Josh Harnett, the person (laughs) they're talking about. So in the game, though, I remember I had to tell them the rules, like, and make sure that they would yell, like, I will not run, run, jump, or something, whatever. I had to hype them up, and then um, 
in the actual arena, Josh Hartnett was sitting and like peeking around corners to shoot He's people, which was against the rules. Oh, oh. no sniping? Um, you, I can't snipe. sit. you can't oh, sit. You can't sit. I'm a sniper. Uh, somebody will could trip over you and fall. Okay. So that's one of the rules. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, you, you had to be I Josh's had to, party pooper. I did. I was like, excuse me, sir, you can't sit. Like, I felt so lame. I was like, man, I kind of let the rule slip by, but internally I just knew yeah. I had to do my How job. How do you handle it? He got up and walked away. Okay, well. I mean, he handled it fine. Yeah. But still, he it wasn't was going to be like, thank you, ma'am, for keeping the safety of the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't know. Gonna say, nobody's going to say that. He didn't that. throw a fit or anything. Right. But, like, it was fun. I definitely, I met the, uh, the uh, do you remember the movie Gothica? No, I never saw oh, that. Oh, man, it was a good movie. Okay, I think he was in, like, I can't think of other movies he's in, but I know that you would know him if I could think of a movie he was in. But the guy, he's, like, older. He has, like, a really round head and, like, kind of balding. I want to say he was in the Raymond show, like, every, Everyone Loves Raymond, maybe, or a show like that. I don't know. But like he was, like... a super tall guy that has, like, a dumb voice? He's super tall. He kind of has, like, okay, a... Okay, I know a, who he is. So, mm-hmm. he, um... He was in the movie, and he was there, and, like, he was teasing me about my music choice that I had to play for the thing, and I'm like, sorry, he's like, you don't have any, like, Sinatra or this, yeah, and I like was like... he's like a Jersey guy, right? And I was like, no Sinatra, sorry. Um, but so, yeah, that was my interaction. And then we asked for Josh's signature, because we would, anytime a famous person would come, we would get their score sheet, and oh. we would have them sign it, and we'd put it up somewhere. Cool. But he signed it, Robin Leachman. <laughs> weird that is weird Rude. i'm sure he just was like i'm just here to enjoy myself yeah, but, yeah. leave me alone yeah. yeah but whatever yeah um so my celebrity um interaction i've seen i've seen or met a few my brother actually um was or is in the hollywood industry um which i don't really respect <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have no respect. We've talked about this last yeah, time. So I have yeah. no respect for Hollywood. Yeah. Just, it's not, it's not a group of people that inspire me in any way to do better in the world. I just, I don't, they I don't. literally are there for me. I don't, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I don't gain anything intelligent or I don't add respect to them because it's just not who I am. But anyways, I'm, I was at Disneyland uh, for work, for a conference that my company that I worked with um, always did every October. And I was in the hot tub, just me, I was just in the hot tub at Disney, and along... There's a hot, <laughs> hot tub at Disney? Yeah, of course. It's Disney. All the bells and whistles at Disney, guys. I'm so hot confused. Tub, yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind. In a hotel. Hot tub at a hotel? Yeah, like a jacuzzi, like... like... At a hotel? Yeah, at the resort. Disney okay, okay. Resort, <laughs> resort, okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking in Disneyland, oh, they have, kingdom, like, a like hot tub okay, well, there. No, the Disneyland, Disneyland is all, like, one. There's, like, the theme parks, and literally all the, the hotels are, like, right there. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. literally I don't know within. why, but I just don't It's think different of... than Disney World. Like, you don't drive to Disneyland. You literally walk, like, oh, it's, like, okay. it's all, okay. all right. right there. I was Anyways. thinking comparing to Disney World. That's why I was, like, so we were at pause. There's a hot tub <laughs> in Disneyland. I feel like there'd, there'd be a lot of people. People in it i know it'd be weird like a bunch of people just like clattered around in a hot tub <laughs> yeah no though. it, it is it is very different um in disneyland than it is in disney world but anyways i digress so i'm in i'm in the hot tub and this family of like five come um and i'm not really paying attention but this little kid he's super cute he had to have been like five he came up to me and he started talking to me and um i i was like scanning just people um and I, I noticed his dad was famous, but I couldn't remember his name. And um, I, I'm not one of those people that would ever, like, be like, oh, hey, you're famous. Come talk to me. Like, I don't do that. Um, 
And so his, but his son came up to me and was like, hey, do you know who my dad is? <laughs> the That's son funny. says it. He was I like, my dad was in Veep. Have you seen that show? I'm like, uh, yes, I know who your dad is. Congratulations. Like, I didn't know how to talk to him. I'm like, good job. And I was just like, you know. I can see Vivian doing something like yeah. that. It was, do you get, I mean, this guy is in so many things. His name is Walsh, um, the redhead. He's in like, um, I'm going to Google everything. It. I'm just Googling it. Uh, um, yeah, so he's in Veep. He's in, he's like this, a side character. He's in Elf. He's like the guy in Elf who is says to the news reporter, like, oh, your eyes, your eyes tell the whole story. Like, that guy, he's in so many things. He's just like one of those like, yes. little characters yes. in, in, in a lot of everything. Things, yeah. He's in everything. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Matt Walsh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't want to say Matt Walsh because there's also another guy named Matt Walsh who is not an, is actor. Not an actor, but he's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know who you're talking now about. Now famous, I guess. But anyways. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he, he and, and I try not to make eye contact because his son was obviously, like, poaching me to come talk to him. <laughs> and I'm just He's like, I'm you. not. <laughs> and his wife was, like, super hot and obviously a lot younger than him. And um, and she kind of, like, didn't want to talk to me either. And I'm like, I didn't start this. I'm just <laughs> sitting here in the hot tub trying to yeah, relax. Exactly. This is why you don't bring kids in the hot tubs. <laughs> <laughs> but they were a really cute little family. That's and awesome. uh, And he was a really sweet little boy. And then the other time was I saw Tina. FA in New York um that I didn't, oh, I didn't that would have been I would have I would have just I it goes against me to ever want to like just go up to someone and be like hi big fan love your work <laughs> but I think that I would probably like try really hard to think of something witty to say and it would undoubtedly like just sound stupid coming out of my mouth yeah but I would try to find like something that I love of Tina Fey and I'd say it to her and, and I'd be that person I'm one of those people that like I I don't want to bother them to the point where I won't even do what normal people would do, which would be like, oh, hey, hi. It's, it's you wouldn't nice acknowledge them at all. Like, oh, I I'm don't even acknowledge way. them. I'm like, oh, you're just a person. Honestly, I'm the same way. I probably wouldn't say much to anyone because I I, I don't want to get bothered. Yeah, I just want to, you know, you. I, wanna, I assume that they would like their respect, their space respected, so I just yeah. don't do that. But, yeah. but I have a little bit of envy for the people who have who the gumption are like to be like, super oh. just like, let's just talk. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk to you. I know. I wish, mm-hmm. I wish that I didn't and I think that goes back to I'm a little bit of a people pleaser but I also like don't ever want anyone to have a bad opinion or thought of me which Mm. is a fault of mine like I it's dumb especially as a Christian like I shouldn't think that way but I still do very much so care what people think and I shouldn't yeah as much I've gotten better about it but that's still one of those things where I'd be like yeah I think a lot of us have that like yeah (laughs) Have you met anyone famous? No. No. I'm like, no. <laughs> my life is terrible. No. I um, I worked at the Ritz Carlton in Amelia Island oh. for a summer. I did an internship there while I was in college, and um, we had some famous people come through, but I never really got close, you know. Yeah, enough. yeah. Like one was like Lex Luthor, the wrestler. And oh dang. He was uh, he was very obvious at the pool. His wife had the Luthor. Like they weren't trying to hide it. Yeah. <laughs> but um. And I, I remember a couple, a couple others, but we just yeah to go close to them or anything. But no, I don't see famous people. Have you <laughs> have you lived here your whole life? No, I moved down here to go to University of Florida for Maryland. Oh, you're yeah. from Maryland. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know that I've ever met anyone from Maryland before. Yep. Obviously, now I know you, but I'm from Maryland. That's uh, crazy. Actually, yeah. no, I think my friend Zoe might be, but yeah, that's. Yeah. How old? So I college. was eighteen. You were eighteen. Yeah, I was eighteen came down here, went to college. And then graduated and was like, uh, what do I do now? <laughs> Didn't have a job. I'm like, I'm staying in Florida. Like, yeah, I'm gonna you figure it, it out. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to figure out how to stay here. And uh, me and my friend graduated at the same time. 
We got a little apartment. That's awesome. Because we went to University of Florida, but we met and were working at the Ritz-Carlton Mealy Island, and she got a job in Jacksonville, so I'm like, I'm just moving in with you. I'll figure it out. I can be a waitress. I can do whatever yeah. until I find my job. And um, I worked at, I would commute up to the Ritz-Carlton a little bit for the first couple months, and then was a waitress for a while, and I was like, well, obviously my degree isn't doing much for me, so I'm going to go get my nursing degree <laughs> real quick. <laughs> so then I um. What was your first degree in? Um, exercise and sports science. Okay. Oh, I think yeah. I knew that because we discussed yeah. a little, I think, during life group once about yeah. how I don't like I, I wanted to get into the nursing program in college, but I didn't realize it until after I'd already finished like two years worth. And so I talked to them about it and they're like, well, you basically have to redo everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, like, I don't yeah money and yeah let me just finish up this degree and then we'll go from there and see yeah. if what and of course I graduated in 2001 right after the 9-11 yeah. attacks so when I was trying to get into like tourism and exercise and like all that kind of stuff and it all just went yeah downhill yeah. so I was a waitress for a while and which led me I was like let's go back to what I originally wanted to do let's just get this nursing get it, degree and get, get it, it over with, with. and then I'll yeah. know that I always have a job because yeah you always need nurses. So smart. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's not my top choice, but I've been doing it for yeah. so long now, I feel like. That's the end all, be all, so we'll see. I get yeah. that. Like, I, and I, again, this is my memory lapse day. I don't know if I've said it before, but I went to, um, originally I was supposed to go to film school, but my parents decided, like, I had everything ready to go. All we needed was my, were my parents' signature um, to, because the college was in, it was film school. It wasn't college. Film school was in um, Canada. And so I wouldn't be able to work, and they'd have to pay for my room and board and all that. It'd be all included in the, the tuition. And my parents were like, you know what? We're not cool with it, A, because we don't want you to be in the film industry. Because they're like, it's so sinful. We don't want you in the film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, they didn't sign it because they were like, we need you to be able to work to take care of some of the things for yourself. We're not just going to pay for you to do everything and to live over there. And you'd have to find a way to get a job. So I was heartbroken little 18 year old um, because I just dreamed of wanting to become a director and oh like God, cool. I wanted to be in the film industry so badly. Um, I, I mean, I was also interested in acting and all that, but mostly directing. I really wanted to be a director. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to pay for school myself. So I went to beauty school and became a beautician with the, my thought process. My 18 year old thought process was I go to beauty school, I become a beautician, I save up money. And then I go there on my own dime, and I can somehow get a job there. I'll get a visa or whatever, and I'll be a beautician over there, and, and it'll be fine. Um, that was my thought process. So when I was in beauty school, though, I met my, um, my ex-husband and uh, got married right out of there and then had Bella. So obviously my, my priorities shifted. Um, I, did be, I did actually do hair, but then after I had Bella... I realized, like, she was a baby, and I realized that working in a salon, like, it's so erratic. Your your scheduling, and also like when customers will come to see you, like they may you may be fully booked for two weeks, and then the other two weeks of the month you have nothing. Um, and then on top of that, depending on the salon you're at, you're not going to get well. Period. You're really not going to be able to get great benefits. You're not going to get good health benefits, if any. So you're going to have to seek it out on your own. You're not going to have a retirement. So one day if I wanted to stop working, there was no chance of me doing that unless I really took things into my own hand and I was irresponsible. Um, I was a a 20-year-old mother. Um, So I was like, I need to go back to school for something. And so 
that was when I decided to go back to school and I got my BS in uh, information system security and then started getting um, IT jobs and whatnot. But it's just kind of crazy how like life just has a way of really how God has a way of just right, changing, um, changing yeah. things and, and I was yeah. gonna say I love hearing people's like stories and I always like I'm always baffled and I'm gonna bash like the public school system a little bit. I'm always baffled to see like how school has decided that kids have to know what they're gonna do and know mm-hmm. what their life should take them from high school through college. Because my story is I always wanted to be a veterinarian. I wanted to be a veterinarian from the time I was little and I went, you know, I got good grades all through high school and I was um magna cum laude in my school and I was like set for UF and I went and I did the veterinary science program there and three years in I realized that there was not going to be a veterinary college in the United States that was going to accept me because I didn't have high enough scores Mm -hmm. on some of my key um uh chemistry really was uh organic chemistry Uh, I failed (laughs) so and I'd gotten um I'd gotten, uh, I'd taken biology twice. The first one I did not do well in at all. And so um, I was really struggling in some of like the um, the core sciences to get A's. And you really needed an A or a B. If you'd gotten a C, like they really wouldn't even look at you. Because there are only 23 veterinarian. People don't really realize this, but they're only, the cost of a veterinary degree is the same as a medical degree. But you make a quarter of what doctors make. And so you can't pay your bills. And so I look back at all of that and I, I'm, I'm grateful that I didn't do well, even though I knew this stuff. I, I struggled with the type of testing that they did for mm-hmm. the those courses. And so I'm thankful that I didn't do well enough to continue and get my veterinary degree because really I the d- direction that my life took, I had like um, so much um, science background at this, when I figured out that I wasn't going to do well, that I wasn't going to make it to a veterinary college, um, that I decided to just go ahead and get my, um, my degree in, in, um, in sciences and animal sciences, but I needed to shift my focus. And so UF offered an agricultural communication degree, which allowed me to keep the science element, keep the animal element, but then get a communication and marketing um, degree on top of it. So that's, that's when I, when I started trying to get a job, my degree is animal, mm-hmm. is uh, agricultural communication, which is basically animal marketing. <laughs> People are like, you're marketing to cows. And I'm like, well, that's not how it works, but sort of. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> not two cows, but about cows. Um, cows. Yes. On their behalf. Yes. So anyways, I had a, I know, like a very divine intervention in all of that. And I'm so thankful that I'm not a veterinarian today. Although I do applaud veterinarians. Obviously, we need veterinarians. I don't think veterinarians should have to pay the same amount yeah. to get, uh, you know, that amount of education to, to not be able to pay their bills later, mm-hmm. which is a lot of them. Um, so I'm really thankful I didn't go down that road. But I, I love listening to, like, college stories because yeah how many people do you know were like i'm gonna be a doctor and like literally that is what they are today I don't know like if i know a doctor it's... oh i guess i i know one but he well no he wasn't a doctor he's a physician's assistant but he also that was not his goal he did well you get what i'm later, saying right yeah. like how many people are like this is what i'm gonna be this is what i'm gonna they do, do they it. do it and then they're still happy doing mm-hmm. it yeah. like it's that's the rare. other i know it's, yeah, yeah. Don't see very many. <laughs> yeah. And I think, too, sometimes I think, well, I probably would be a really, I'd probably be really happy being a veteran because I do, I love sciences. I love data. My brain is very, very much set for the sciences and data. Um, but, you know, I, I can't even imagine, like, the level of debt 
<laughs> right? Yeah, that's scary, too. I know. Initially, I wanted to be a doctor when I went into um, college, too, and I was doing my prereqs and then that chemistry issue, and I'm like, let's, this probably just isn't going to be good. We're not loaded. <laughs> yeah. I'm already taking out loans just to get us. I don't need to be, like, in this debt forever, and I'm so grateful that I yeah. that that yeah. chemistry did not get me through. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would never want to be a doctor. Never. With, yeah. from what I see right now yeah but, yeah uh, yeah like it's too much too much liability and, oh yeah and yeah I think you'd be good at you should have gone into research yeah maybe I think you'd be good at that I do like data down. I know you do you like to to find information but I think you'd be actually both of you would probably be really good <laughs> in like some form of like a medical research or even like just research for data I don't know. Like yeah. Data Stuff subject. like that. You'd have to be like really passionate about what it is that you're researching because research verbiage can be so Daunting. boring yeah. to yes. read. Yeah. And yeah. and honestly, it's more like a lawyer thing. It's just like the... Yes. The, like, <sighs> all these cases I've been trying to like keep up with them, but I'm like, I told my friend, thank goodness I didn't go to law school because I would have failed immediately. This is too complicated. <laughs> it's just the verbiage of yeah. all that. Yeah. And then reading all these like research, because I've been researching, researching a lot this year too about every little thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there gets stop. to a point where your mind is like overwhelmed. Yeah. It's too words. much information. <laughs> stop, please. You know, like, need to process. I've been in school in like 16 years <laughs> and I'm like, I Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, that is my actually. Bella and I were talking about it today or yesterday about I, Facebook memories. I don't know. Something came up, and and then she was like, "That's so funny." She was when I was younger. I oh, I asked Vivian what she wanted to be because we were, I don't remember where we were. We were doing something, and she found interest. Oh, and dentist. We were at the dentist yesterday. I took them all, and Vivian's so excited. She loves doctors and dentists. She is wow. shocks. She smiles when she has to get them. Like she is so excited to go to any of these. So she's excited for a dentist appointment. We had all three kids. And I'm like, Vivian, do you want to become a dentist maybe when you get older? And she goes, no, I still want to be a doctor. And I'm like, oh, okay. What kind of doctor? And she says, I want to deliver babies. Aww. So her goal is to become, Aww. and now obviously she's five. Mm-hmm. You know, we're discussing yeah. this now. Things right. change. But <laughs> That's cute. I'm all about it if she wants to do that. Like, she's very specifically like, I want to deliver babies. I want babies out of their mamas. I want to be the one to do it. Um, but Bella, so then Bella was like, man, when I was her age, I want to be a firefighter. Then I realized you had to put your life in peril oftentimes, and I thought, no. Every day. Then she's like, then I wanted to be a vet. Then I realized you'd have to actually cut animals open or, like, see them in pain and hurt, and I don't think I could do that either. So People always ask me. I actually worked in an animal hospital for three years while I was in the whole process of I'm going to be a veterinarian, Um, and people would ask me that all the time. Like, my mom, my family, uh, friends, how do you deal with... Like seeing the animals hurt, and I'm like, well, you know that you probably know this as a nurse. You know yeah. that the 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 goal is to help them, right? So like, I guess I guess it's just like a mindset thing. Yeah, and it like is. blood never bothered me. Like I've seen some really crazy things. Like I'm we sure saw. On the animals. Wow. Oh my, my dogs gosh. have gotten into some crazy. Well, we saw. <laughs> I'll never forget the one animal. Like I can still almost see it. It was so graphic. Like there was a, a hunter who took his dog out, and his dog got gutted by a boar. Like, oh. and it, there were multiple puncture wounds and he lived, he was fine. Oh my God. The dog was fine. But you know, that, and that's what, that's what I did like about all of it was like, you know, everyone was asking me like, how do you deal with that? And I'm like, well, you, you heal them. Like, that's the point. Yeah. Right. So and yeah. not every time, but yeah. then when, when they die and the other, you know, the, the euthanasia part is, it's definitely sad, but you know, 
I guess, like, for me, I had a foundation of Christianity. So, though I value animals, like, I I, um, I think they have a place. I don't, I never put the value of an animal above the value like, of a human. It's a dog. It's a cat. It's yeah. A, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a pet. So, as much as I love animals, I can still prioritize those, you know, emotionally and yeah. mentally. What what goes above you. Yeah. 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 Um, I actually was just talking about uh, with a coworker. Um, I don't know how we got into the subject of it. We were talking about a hospital, like just how we deal with, um, blood and, and hospital things. And I, I realized early on I could never be a nurse. I actually thought about it for a little while. And then I was like, I just, even thinking about blood or someone being cut open gives me the heebie jeebies and makes me feel completely uncomfortable and squirmish. It is funny how I say God has, has something for everybody. It makes everybody different in that aspect. And like, yeah, blood doesn't bother me at all. Oh, and, but limbs falling off makes me want to gag and vomit yeah. so I could never be an ER nurse yeah like there's that's just no so funny because my because Jason chopped his finger off oh, when I was just talking about it oh. makes me, and he got in a little baggie and I'm just like the whole way drive I was pregnant and I'm driving to him to the hospital I'm like <laughs> don't let me yeah. look at and he's just like what you know uh, that's totally it. Oh I, I can't. How did he do that? He was, he was outside, like lifting. He's always working. We have a big outside garage shop thing, and uh-huh. he said he lifted up something heavy, and it just like landed, and it just chopped. But it was oh, just geez. like the tip oh, of the finger, so they couldn't reattach it. But if you look close enough, it's like it's like half of this part. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but still, that even was gross me out. So if anybody came with like. Oh yeah, something kind of a limb like dangling or, or something. something. Yeah, I, I really wouldn't be able to handle that. But I was like, how can you handle what you see? You know, I mean, you see a lot. Right, of I think that's just it's very like different. It's natural. It's yeah. more of a natural thing, and yeah, it doesn't bother me. No, I would so, say yeah, like so I didn't realize I had a problem. I mean, I knew that what it made me feel like, but I never thought I'd actually have issues seeing it in real life. Um, um my when my ex had to go to the hospital because he had it turns out he has polycystic kidney disease but we didn't know and he had a bunch of UTIs which guys should not have yeah. UTIs because the way the plumbing works <laughs> and um so he and it was like septic like he was really mm-hmm. in a bad place um and they were needing to put an IV in and I never passed out in my life and like for some reason like they did something and blood was squirting out of his arm <laughs> and it was like tunnel vision and I was like I think I'm going to pass out and I fell um and then yeah so that was fun never knew I'd pass out from seeing blood like that but on the flip side of it I think as a mom if it's my own children that I have to deal with I can handle it and yes. I can turn something on and yeah, off something like something happens yeah. in our brain and so I can, can I can handle yeah. anything like you know yeah and I'm fine kind of we've talked about yeah the crisis this a training the, yeah. yeah like oh, yeah yeah, yeah Johnny, so, Johnny was in the hospital and he was five months old we weren't sure what was wrong with him, and he had to have all these tests. He had to have like a lumbar puncture, and I was there with him the whole time. Yeah. You know, because you're just you just become that strong, yeah, you yeah. know, being for them. Yeah, <laughs> that they need. It's it's totally different. Like Ezra put his tooth through his lip, and Ugh. I was like, okay, yeah. well, let's do this. We're going to the hospital. We <laughs> yeah. need to go now. Just put yeah. this on your lip. Yeah. We gotta go. Come on, let's yeah. go. You know, you become very matter of fact. Like this is what we need yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And I will say the only time I wasn't really good was when Vivian had like an almost drowning incident. Oh, that. Um, that freaked me out because she, like, I'm driving to the hospital and I have Ryan in the back with her and I'm, like, speeding like a manic person. It was just very scary. Yeah, that's stressful. I was freaking out that, you know. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think we have talked about this before, but, um, if one person is freaking out, the other person doesn't. Yeah. And I think that that's really necessary. Like, I'll never forget, Chandler was, like, seven months old and we were on our way back from Tampa, I think. 
Um, and we had we had luggage from being on an airplane, and somehow he had gotten like a little luggage tag that was like near his car seat. He had like pulled it off and he had, like swallowed it. Mm. And so like Josh just happened to like look back as he was being really quiet, and he was purple, and he was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, and so he like pulled off the side of the road, and I just like freak out. And Josh is just like, "You know what? I got this." He sticks his finger into Chandler's throat and like it digs out. it out, and everything is fine. And I'm like panic attack I, like I had a like a massive panic attack like yeah my first thought wasn't stick my finger in there yeah he did it I mean I I did know what needed to be done but Josh was already doing it so it was like yeah 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 you know, I think I think sometimes yeah if you know God knew you were yeah you were not gonna have work so you know yeah. he made Josh yeah. No, exactly, yeah, what, to exactly do. We, what to do. So we once um, were driving to Chicago for um, Ryan's cousin's wedding um, just a couple years ago. <clears throat> and it was just Vivian, Ryan, and I. I think we left the older kids uh, behind because they they hate car trips. And they were like, ah, I would rather not go. Um, so on our way, though, and it was the middle of the day, I think, um, we were the first on scene like it happened right when we were driving up where a car had flipped over and crossed the median and was like like if this was our lane it was like right here and then there was a car over here on fire like that it hit Mm. and so ryan literally this is like how it happened pull up like we pull slowly like drive up and then he just stops the car gets out like instantly gets (laughs) out and goes and he starts ripping these people out of the vehicle Uh like he was first on scene and Uh he just Without That's even that military like, training, I, like literally, without even just a second of like me, I would have been like, um, okay, so is there yeah. someone around? Do I need to call, call one somebody. Somebody. Like, no, he got out. Um, he started. The woman was like kind of stuck. They had to uh, break. He had to break the window in order to get her out. And they, a couple other people, then had run up as well, and they got the guy out of the car. And they were worried about the car like exploding. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ryan finally. I'm all like. We're right next to the other car that's on fire to the right of us. And I had Vivian and I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want that thing to explode and us to be right here. So I pull up ahead of them so that, you know, people could come. And still, there's no like emergency services or anything on site yet. And so um, Brian was there for for just so long trying to get these people out. And then eventually he came back and he had like just cuts all over his arms from the glass and everything. The glass, but also he had the woman's blood on him. And I'm. Of course, my first thought is like, okay, we really need to get you cleaned up, and like, I hope that woman didn't have any type of weird diseases in anything, because I don't want you to like get AIDS from helping this woman. But you know, whatever, I'm petty apparently. Uh, but yeah, yeah no, I mean, he... blood touching blood. Yeah, yeah, I was all a little. I think that's about a that. irrational. Um, but yeah, no, like I'm so thankful, and that just opened my eyes up to like Ryan and like just where he's always that person. If he sees somebody in peril or someone like that needs help somewhere, he'll stop and he'll do it. Like, if you get stuck, he's the one yeah. that's going to come over there and pull you out, which makes my heart just very happy because yeah, he does so have sweet. such a giving heart. But, like, I just never seen him in action like that to, like, go straight to doing something. So, it was cool. It reminds me of the episode of The Office where Angela gets, like, really excited when Dwight... <laughs> when when Dwight... Uh, uh, pepper sprays... Pepper sprayed... Roy. Roy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's, like, she's going like, around... Tell me the story again. To, like, every single <laughs> story... <laughs> We don't know this. Do you watch The Office or have you watched I, Oh, yeah. Oh, I watched okay. it. Okay. I mean, it's oh, been a while, good. so I can't, you know, quite bring up We talk about yeah. The Office I was just going to say, I think we've talked <laughs> about The Office <laughs> in, like, every I'm single a, a episode. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. 
There's a we well we said there's an office reference for just about everything. Everything. Yeah, everything. So. I think I'm actually gonna start rewatching it because it's been a while since they just I've took it off it. Netflix. Are I think did? or they're about to. I don't know if they yeah, have. Yeah, they're or about not to. Yet. I don't think they have. Yeah, no, so we we just bought the it. series because we didn't want to miss it. Yeah, so, like we <laughs> probably just. It's a good it. one. Yeah. it is. It's it a is. yearly, or at least, I'd say every other year. Yeah. We've gone to the point where there's so little TV that we like that it's yeah. literally just on repeat. Like, just oh, there's, anything in the background. So bad. It really I, is. I don't watch anything anymore. I've just resorted to, I don't know. Well, we I downloaded Pure Flix. Okay. I tried it. Yeah, it's I don't not love great. It. Yeah. Um, they have, like, one or two things. We Like, the boys will watch a movie together, and I'm like, okay, this is good. It's kind of not good acting, but, like, at least it's something, it's something that's... Josh okay. made us download AGTV. Never heard. Of I don't. That I think it's like American Gospel TV or something like that. Anyways, he, Josh is like, I love him for this. Like both, well, both him and I have been have, we in our bib our walk with God have sort of grown together and grown in the same direction, which is pretty cool. Um, but we both have seen just like how we want to raise our kids and like you know being more um influenced by the Bible are like okay, well we really need to take a step back and at least ask the questions like what are we watching what are we consuming you know what are we thinking about things and is it aligned align with the bible and so he's like you know what we're just going to start supporting all of these anything yeah. anything that's going to proclaim the word of god we're going to support it however we can and so yeah it's the american gospel okay. tv and so they oh one of the reasons he really liked them is they actually put out a documentary that was on amazon before they created their own network um that talks about like um what the gospel is and how it's being twisted in our current culture. And it talks about heresy and like different um, churches that are heretical and things like that. So it's a really good documentary if you guys want to check it out. But yeah, we are actively seeking venues that are. I want to cut TV out completely. If I'm being honest, I know it won't happen because it's like, you know, we we watch more um, YouTube. I know YouTube can be bad too, but we watch, um, like, the boys like to watch the fishing things and yeah. stuff like that. And, like, the cook, catch, clean. And, and they watch. And, and we, like, we pick people that are, you know, they say their blessing before they eat. And, and things yeah. like that. And, you know, I'm like, you know, this is at least, I know, it's not a political thing. Like it's not it's something not that's being be just shoved, shoved in your in kid's face. face. Or some yeah. brainwashing thing going yeah. on. <laughs> like, the regular television. Um, so we kind of let the kids watch that kind of stuff. Um, they, Jordan really likes to watch like the fishing and the hunting yeah. and all that. So we let them watch that. Um or the Pure Flix movies for the kids. But really it's really gotten bad. Like they're yeah. they need to come up with something yeah. that's better for especially children. I agree. It's really hard. Yeah. It's hard in this like, day and age. Like my kids don't watch T V at all. They watch just YouTube yeah. or occasional like the, on Disney plus and even Disney Plus I'm like I don't like a lot some of the, yeah. the things they're coming out with. I like the classics. But yeah. I don't like the I get themes about, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, some of the things because that... you just don't know what they're gonna <laughs> slide in there. Right. Um. But yeah, for the most part, they just watch YouTube. Like I talked about last week, Bella watches that game theory stuff, and Ezra watches people play video games. Yeah. <laughs> um. And Vivian watches life hacks and people play with toys. Um. Yeah. And these like families that she wishes she was in. So, it's all good. I hate that. I yeah. know Lily does that too. We talked about that. And then and then Ryan and I will like go, how much do these people make? And then we do. We like start researching mm-hmm. and we're like, man, if only and then I'm like, no, we're not we're not gonna do this. So <laughs> thinks he's gonna be a YouTube star. Like I, don't know. I know you I don't know. Uh, You've seen me post some of them. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're getting real close. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm trying. I was oh, like, I just don't. It. I don't think that's God's will for you. But it's nice. He's like, well, I do it mainly so we, the kids will always have these videos. Yeah. To Aww. look back on, you that's know. That's awesome. Of our adventures and stuff. I'm like, okay. That's He's like, because if anything ever happens to me, I'd like them to know. I was like, okay. See? Yeah. <laughs> See, it's the old thing. We're bringing it back to the Josh episode. Yeah. Where I'm like, basically moms should be in pictures like everyone needs to take a picture of the mom because otherwise and it is nice that i am in these videos even though like even though yeah you look at it you're just that should be the rule is that like have the picture taken of you but don't show me i don't want to see it i'm not gonna watch it he's like don't you want to watch the video i'm like no because i'm in a bathing suit on the boat and it's really just not something i want to watch right now well having body image right show me in like 20 years when i'll probably think oh i actually look a lot better than i than i thought i did that's that's how it works like you gotta let it let it yeah. breathe a little. Let it. Don't I just don't know. throw it in my face. Let right me away. get way worse than where I'm at now. That's that's how I look at it. All my yeah. memories. Are, I'm like, oh man, I thought I looked so disgusting here, and then I look at it and I'm like, I wish I would have known that I looked a lot better than I do. I go back and forth. This is it's funny that we're kind of shifting into this topic. I go back and forth on, um, and I think that's probably why I'm not very consistent. Is because I need to like land on where I'm actually going to stand on this. But like, I feel very passionate that we need to be. Um, you know, cognizant of being healthy, but not overly obsessive about how we look. Yes. But at the same time, I also look back at pictures and I think I had the energy and I had the time to look better and to feel better, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so I think about that too, because, you know, um, it doesn't matter that I don't look how I want to look, but it, but I could have, and I didn't. And so I think about my willpower. I think about what choices I'm making. I think about, how important was the donut versus like the, you know, the experience versus with, you know, looking yeah. back and thinking, Oh, I had the donut, but now I don't have a picture that I like. So, yeah. you know, so I go back and forth between, you know, like, I think the important part of that is moderation. Right. right. So that's where I come to, because I don't know if you guys know, um, I have a bit of that, like the body dis whatever dysmorphia. Yes. Um, I have a very terrible outlook of myself. Um, and that's something I, I can acknowledge now. I realized it a couple of years ago that I make things very worse in my own head mm-hmm. and I obsess and I have this anxiety thing. I already have anxiety, but like I would, I would obsess to the point where I would make a list in my head and mentally continue to go over that list. Tick, 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 tick until what can I do to fix this? What can I do to fix this? And I would obsess over it until I thought I had it fixed, which you know, if I did, I'd say, okay, this is the next thing I want to fix. Um, and it, I would fix it by working out or by eating really, really healthy. Um, and I did all that. I still kept finding things that like mm-hmm. I would find wrong with me and I'd obsess over how yeah. can I fix them. Um, and it's only been within the last year or so that I've really been focusing on that moderation thing. Um, God wants us to be healthy you know, but we can turn health into an idol. That's true. God wants us. Yeah, it's such a um, fine line. And But, you know, God wants us to be happy. Um, well, obviously we find happiness in him, but the ways that we seek happiness, you can turn into an idol. Yeah. So there's there's moderation in, in all those yes. things. So when you think about, oh, man, I had that donut and maybe I mm-hmm. shouldn't have. But this is where I'm at now where I'm trying to think, okay, if I have this, is it truly going to affect me? Am I going to go on a binge where I d- eat nothing but donuts? No, I'm not. So I think I can be okay with that. I can balance it out and say, oh, I'm going to work out tomorrow. But if I don't, the thing I work on now is if I don't work out tomorrow, I need to not beat myself up and yeah. think that I failed myself. Yeah. I need to just say, 
I'm going to choose in this moment not to work out today because my kid wants me to do this with them or I need to do this. Um, so that's my big focus thing that I, I, I still struggle with very much so daily. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've gained a lot of weight, especially in 20, listen, 2020 pounds. <laughs> they're real. Um, that quarantine 15, man. That quarantine something. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, you know. No, I think, I think you're right. Like everything in life is moderation and everything I mean, I, I feel like I say this all the time, but like you can you can use this analogy for anything. Gray is there for a reason, and that's what we're meant to sort of, I think, mm-hmm. be. Unless it's, I mean, there obviously are things that are black and white, but like the way that you interpret things, the way you live your life, should be not the extreme of anything. Like, yeah, should be somewhere. Yeah. So the way that you. Well, my sin is not your sin, that's and true. your sin is not my sin. The things I struggle with, you yeah. might not struggle right. with. So you so... have to you have to always be checking your heart. You have to mm-hmm. always be. Kind of like self-analyzing, but not to the extreme. Again, where you have to be in the middle yeah. between not like, don't go crazy, but be aware, you know. And so I, that's where I always struggle. I always struggle with finding where that is and then staying in it, wherever that middle is and whatever it's for, whether it's food or, you know, beating yeah. myself up over things or whatever it is. Where is the middle and how can I stay in the middle? <laughs> like driving. Like got to stay in the, <laughs> stay in the middle lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, um, let me just kind of ask a couple of our normal questions, things that we normally, I don't know, chat about. Um, We've been watching less TV. We just discussed that. So, have you been reading more? Have you noticed or listening to podcasts more? I mean, research. We know you've been doing a lot of that, but. I am into that. Um, Well, I mean, besides the Bible, I read a lot of, like, health stuff. Okay. And it's more just, like, online health. I've been really... Um, through this whole COVID thing, like, has got me more into, first, I feel like it's definitely got me closer to God, and, um, so I've been reading the Bible a lot more about things and learning more about the immune system, um, because I feel like something that, like, no one really ever talks about, like, you don't learn about it in school that much, you know, and how it really affects everything, and so I've been really getting into that and, like, more holistic type things. So I've been learning about that and, um, you know, researching vaccines and stuff like that because with this upcoming one coming out, it's relevant. relevant. And and so that's been kind of consuming me, you know, researching the election stuff because that's very interesting to me too, Um, just seeing what's going on in the world. I try not to be a part of the world totally, but then I still want to know what's going on. It does affect us. Um, But, yeah, I've been researching a lot about vitamins and – like, my big thing is I'm going to try to talk to my husband about um, doing a course on vitamin therapy. I can become a certified vitamin therapy That'd be awesome. Person. Yes, because I learned a lot of great things about high-dose vitamin C IV, IV infusions for people with, like, cancer or any kind of diseases. Or even if you're just not feeling good yeah. under the weather and you just want to come in and get a big dose of vitamin C, knock out whatever you think is happening. That's awesome. And it's all more natural, you know, yeah. than um, pumping yourself up with these you know, over the counter. With anything so, artificial. Yeah. Yeah. Artificial. So. I can't wait for, for you to tell me more about this because for, I, I have sworn by like airborne and mm-hmm. just pump, just taking extra vitamin C anytime yeah. I even feel a little bit down, I'll yeah. just pop some extra vitamin C and it's B12. So yes. <laughs> and so I, I have kind of, I'm not like, I'm not where you are where I'm like, um, and I'm still nowhere near like where I want to be because yeah. I get distracted with the election and, yeah. and work and life. But like I've, I'm learning. I do believe I, I do believe that um, 
micronutrients aren't really focused on enough mm-hmm. and like and you, I know that you have done you do like have you ever done like the macros before health wise I, I know about them I've never okay. actually I thought you posted something about it at one point I might um, have tried it once but. um but you know I think that you know we as we learn more about the body as we learn more about nutrition I think that that is something that is getting glossed over a little bit it's like the micronutrients and how important yeah. specific things are and and how you use specific vitamins to treat different things like you know people some people know that you can do uh, garlic and echinacea and um, vitamin and vitamin C and B12, and that's like a secret cure for the cold, right? right? Like, yeah. and, and it may not work. Like herbs that can cure um, that to anything, strep throat, anything that so you're not taking antibiotics, you know, so much because you know finding out antibiotics are really like damaging to your gut and all and all your immune system, most of it's in your gut and. So gut health is important. I mean, I'm just like, yeah. now this has consumed me more too. Like yeah. I've been really interested in it. And I, cause it's more like, I feel like it's more, that's what God intended, you know? And he didn't intend us to make all these pharmaceutical drugs that are, man, I don't know. Maybe he did. I'm sure some of them, which I, I'm on a blood pressure medicine, but so there are some things that you need all this stuff for, but not. And then you have like the saying lit, uh, I don't remember who said it. It was, a one of the, a tease, um, like let food be thy medicine yes right? food can be a because truthfully yes. yeah. and the thing is is that what they've done with our food supply has been really bad yeah. so our food supply is not good so you do have to supplement yep. you know and yep. that's the problem we couldn't we back in the day we could have gotten anything we needed just from god's mm-hmm. food sources but now it's it's harder and harder so it's a struggle yeah. so it's yeah. really interesting to me and that's my kind of what yeah. I've been focusing on. I do, th- I do think that God has given people wisdom to develop medicines that can, I mean, think about what penicillin has done for mm. the world. Um, but at the same time, I agree that there's like a balance between like, what are we using it for? What's right. really in it? You know, like not everything. It's, I don't know. It's like kind of hard to say that God has like given us these medicines versus like God's given us the wisdom to create things. And then how are we using them? Exactly. And I think that that's yes. I think that that's, that's where we thing. have to be careful yeah. to say like, well, God gave us doctors. Well, God gave us medicine. Well, yes, okay, but what do we know about it? And how are we using it? And are we making intelligent and decisions? We have to we have to make our own informed decisions right. too. Yeah. Like doctors don't know everything. I have had a lot of skin cancers removed off my face. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, um, and at every single one, he prescribes me an antibiotic just in case afterwards. And I haven't taken one at all yeah. because I feel, you know, I'm going to do my own education on that and I, I know that it's a just in case, but but the damage it's going to do to my gut, I yeah. really don't feel that this, that I can take care of this enough to not get right. infected. And yeah. if it gets infected, I'll, I'll take I'll it. I'll take the medicine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, so like we have to have discernment, you right. know, and know like what's a fast Yes, the doctor what's is smart and knows this, this but, yes. and antibiotics are good for some things, but then in overabundance, they can be bad. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm not super like anti antibiotics, but yeah. I am weary of overuse of yes. antibiotics, and I know yeah. that that is scientifically we know that that is a problem. Yeah. It's been it's been a problem for the last 10, 15 years as they've researched like what the you know what the cause of overuse of antibiotics is. And so like when Lily was getting, um, she was constantly getting ear infections when she was six months to a year, and um, it came to the point where I was like, I don't want her to continuously be on antibiotics. This is not yeah. good for her, and and it was the only thing that was making her better. Um, and so I said, what about like tubes? And they're like, yeah, we, she's had enough ear infections at this point that we can move forward with tubes. And a lot of people are saying to me, well, is it really worth putting your child through that surgery? And I'm like, to not be on antibiotics for a year? Yes. Right. 
Yes, it was to mm-hmm. me. And she hasn't had, she hasn't been sick since. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Has not yeah. been sick. She's not been on antibiotics once awesome. since she's gotten that, that surgery. And that was a little thing, and it was an outpatient surgery. Yeah, they, I, and they do them a lot. I've, yeah. I've but, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm with you on the... Yeah. the just one of those things. Discernment. Yeah. I like yeah. yeah. Discernment, I think, it, it's huge when it comes to medicine um, because you really, like, you can have a fast fix, you can mm-hmm. get, or you can do, put the work in, you know, and, and take care of the issue and not just kind of, like, and not put a Band-Aid on it, but, like, right. I don't know. And it's definitely it. worth everybody, um, especially that's listening, like, to do your own research, you know, no, Definitely trust your doctor, but don't always 100% trust your doctor. Yeah. Like, if you don't feel, I think, like, well, you ask know. the right questions. Ask the right questions, ask. and then, you know, follow up with your own research behind what their answer is. Because don't be of, scared. Because I know that my um, my friend just became a nurse practitioner, and she, she says, this is what we do. You put in your symptoms. We put it into an algorithm, and they tell us what to prescribe to you. And I'm like, well, that seems kind of strange. Like, why don't we? And then I know a doctor I work with who's a labor and delivery doctor. A lot of his patients have... Um, high blood pressure and pregnancy and stuff, he immediately throws them on a high blood instead of let's talk about diet. Your diet. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about some exercise. Yeah. 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 I mean, and it's not to the point where it needed. So to me, I'm like, maybe there's no education going on with them. It's yeah. just a quick, let's, yeah. let's, far, let's throw pharmaceuticals at you, you know? And yeah. I feel like they, they would, it would be better off if we just educated them a little bit yeah. and like, you know, and, and some people like myself still need to be on blood pressure medicine, even with diet and exercise, yeah. but yeah, I mean, let's try, let's try that first. Right. Yep. Especially you're pregnant, you know, let's not put more stuff. Cause what goes into you goes into yeah. baby. Yeah. 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 We recently started Chandler on, um, an ADHD medicine and we've been going through different ones. Um, and I, we were really hesitant to start him on, on yeah, any medicine, like really hesitant. We try, we've, you know, basically went down every road we could. And I think that um, Chandler's pediatrician was absolutely fantastic. She's at Orange Park Pediatrics. And oh, she, yeah, that's where we she, go. Yes. That's what we I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her so much. She always. Every, everybody she, goes to her. Yeah. She's so <laughs> good at talking to your kids, so too. Like, good. And, she's so good. Oh, my gosh. I just love her. And she brings in evidence. So if you have a question, she'll mm-hmm. go bring, you know, that's bring fair. evidence in. And, like, she is willing to hear out, you know, concerns but then talks through like okay what are the pros and the cons of this concern like what what does it look like with this what does it look like without that and she just really I just think that that is what maybe our medical field has has not always done yeah which is like like, they they don't have enough time they don't spend the time and it's because they don't have enough time um you know or it's because they know they're getting pressured from the patient themselves to Mm -hmm. you need to fix this why is this not fixed yeah and I mean my granny was like that because she as an older lady she's like oh they have all these medicines why aren't they giving me what I need it's an older person thing (laughs) and I I, yeah honestly so you know she was granny my granny when she was going through chemo and everything she's like well why am I still feeling sick I've been to the doctor why am I still like what what is going on with this and I'm like well granny there's only so much that medicine can actually do like there is a point where medicine does stop and there there is a point where every single symptom that you have can't be can't and shouldn't be treated like you know and so there was really a huge disconnect between what she understood and what the doctor was saying and all of these things so yeah I think that's an older thing like I think definitely our generation and even obviously younger too but like my mom is all about like 
what can you give me? You know, like, yes. she doesn't even kind of, yeah. I mean, she looks into medicine, but also, like, maybe doesn't all, it's only just recently that she's actually questioned some medicines that doctors have automatically just uh, to take yeah, this. Yeah, my mom too. But she, just, yeah, for the most part, she'd be like, so okay, much. I'll find it, I'll yeah. take this, you know, and then I'm always like, oh, you make me nervous when you take yeah. pills. I hope you don't, like, ever OD on something. Yeah, my mom's <laughs> been on steroid at least three times this year. I'm like, why, why are you doing that? Had poison ivy. I'm like, there's got to be another. Like, let's look into some more natural healing. Yeah, the steroids are just messing you up. Like, she gets sick from them, you know, and this oh, and that. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? Yeah, the steroids cause you to gain weight yes. as well, and um, just the inflammation in your body yes. is just so bad all around. But sometimes they're needed. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I, I moderation, <laughs> moderation. Yes. I think I'm not one of those like anti-med, anti-vaccine yeah. person, but. I do like to learn do about your alternatives. Yeah. And yeah. Do research. Do yes. your research. That's a big one. Um, well, I know that I have a book coming. Josh should have a book on its way, too. Uh, Awaken Alive just got released by John Cooper. Oh. I just got my shipment uh, update in my email, so I'm really excited. I don't know if you've listened to Cooper stuff, podcasts at all, but mm-hmm. um, John Cooper from Skillet, uh, the band Skillet, he has a podcast and it's good. It's really good. I really think that you would like it. It's yeah, very yeah. informative, very research heavy. It's, oh, yeah. um, and also he's a little snarky a little bit, but it's not that he's snarky. He's just, I don't know. He's very, he's not politically correct. Like, yeah, but like not, not only is he not, either. he's, he's not mean, but it's, he's a Christian, you know, like he's, he does things with, with the love of Jesus, but he also is silly and yeah. sarcastic oh. with things. Oh, so yeah. it's really yeah, good. Yeah. But he wrote a book and it's like, I guess kind of a theological, a little bit of testimony, but, um, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to ask Bella to read it. And I know she's going to fight me on it a little bit, but what I, I already have a plan in place. Yeah. I'm going to add like offer to buy her something that she really, really wants only if she reads the book and then talks about it with me afterwards. Oh, that's good. So it is a bribe, but yeah. I think that it's she will like it, and I think it'll obviously be really good for her. So, um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to read it. Um, I'm. I feel like I've been a little bit all over the place. Um, the last couple of weeks with reading, I've been, re- I've been reading a lot of different things in the Bible. <laughs> I've been reading yeah. Revelations, Romans. Um, I'm in Hebrew also, and I feel like every day is a little bit different. So I gotta, I gotta readjust my my strategy because I feel like my strategy's gotten a little, um, a little bit ADD. Erratic. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what do I want to find? What am I? What am I looking for right now? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, I'll think, I'll have a thought about what I'm, what I'm looking at and then I'll go to another book of the Bible and then I'll just start reading that book and I'm like oh that's so interesting and I just keep reading that book instead of going back to the <laughs> so yeah. I keep, I'm flip-flopping a lot on uh where I'm reading in the Bible but Josh also my husband wanted to um do an advent book together as a couple and so he ended up buying two books um and so I started reading one of them and he we're not following through with the whole together portion uh because we've been doing the advent stuff as a family for the kids together and then b- when we're ready for bed, he's like reading something and I'm reading something, but we're both reading or reading, we're not reading it together. Um, so we got to work on that. So we're reading, um, like the, un, like undescribable joy by John Piper, I want to say. And it's an advent, it's a small advent book. So we're reading that. And, um, he also just got, uh, he got another advent book that he wants us to read too. So we're really into advent right now. It's well, as you should. It is the season. Yes. One yes. might say. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited to read my book. I've, I'm still keeping up with my podcast that I'm listening to. Um, I haven't been hitting it as heavy though. Oh, and for all of you out there, 
I got to take family pictures finally. Yay! <laughs> and it was good. The place was actually really pretty. I don't know if you've ever been to Lick Skillet. I didn't think it was a real place. It's actually a place where you can run, walk, really pretty. Um, ponds and trees everywhere. I guess people go out there and run all the time. So, but it it was. I can't get over the name of this place. I know, I know. I, so I feel like I've heard. Like you know where I Clay County it. Soccer Club is in Eagle yes. Harbor? Yeah. It's on that road. Okay, that's why so they you, yeah. always play football there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I've always driven by it, and so I thought yeah, it was like a neighborhood yeah. or something, okay. like maybe like tucked away because it's gated. No, it's like, I'm going to guess it was like maybe used by the Boy Scouts or something, because okay. um, there's like a little lodge, and there's a swing set, but then it goes back super far, and it's really pretty, and you can walk back there. So On 220, where do you go? Take a left on, oh, so from your house, take a right onto 220, you right. go down, you take a left on Lakeshore Drive. Okay. And it's off, it's on Lakeshore Drive. You'll okay. see a big sign that says Lick Skillet. Okay. It's like, I know I trust Yeah, you. weirdest name okay. ever. It's but such it's a, a really name. pretty place. It is. <laughs> but it's real. I'll have a look into the history of it because I just do yeah. not. I'm going to guess someone's name had to have been, or maybe somebody licked a skillet there and they just decided <laughs> to name it Lick Skillet. I don't know. It's really weird. But we got pictures. Um, I haven't received, I got like one uh, sample and I'll show you guys, but um, yeah, so just waiting to get the final product back. I'm sure, like, I'm positive Ezra did not smile in most of them, <laughs> which is a bummer. And Vivian was being like crazy with her poses and smiles, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Chandler cracks me up because he, I don't know if you guys ever watched Friends, but the actual character Chandler, which is where he got his name, because um, I loved that show when I was younger. Um, he, uh, in the show, he always made like a super weird face. There's like a whole episode about how Chandler Bing can't take a good picture. Yeah. And that is Chandler Burr. He cannot, <laughs> like as soon as the camera's on him, he makes a weird face. It's like not a natural. Stella. <laughs> Like, it's like creepy, no. but no, but his he's like trying, yeah, but yeah. it's like same with Bella. <laughs> Bella looks like she's in pain right now. Every time she smiles, it's like, uh, like it. You'll see. Don't worry. <laughs> I know you'll <laughs> see. You'll see, mind you. Oh, it's gonna be great. Well, I think that that is all the time we have. Yep. Um, again, if you would like to subscribe, rate, review, I think that we would love it on. Apple or, yeah if you listen on um, Apple it really helps a lot it's how uh, it's how once we have ratings it's how people can even find, find us because yeah sometimes when you just search for things like if you just search Christian podcast for example yeah we wouldn't appear because not enough people have said like that's yes like that's a, a podcast so it's a whole algorithm on like who's watching it and what are they saying about it and if no one's saying anything then you don't get picked up yeah. as quickly unless you type in the actual name. So that'd be um, cool. So, so if yeah. you if you like listening or want to say hi or whatever, you can leave a review and rate us and um, if you have any way that like any prayer needs, you can email us prodigal daughters podcast at gmail.com or send us a voice memo through anchor. Or message us on Facebook. I mean, I feel like there's so many ways you can please, get in touch with us. But uh, please do. Please, you know, weigh in on the cookie debate that's going on on Facebook right now. We know the right answer, so you can if you want. But <laughs> Great we already know the right answer. Still going on. Um, yeah, definitely. And thank you so much, Amanda, for joining us yeah, today. You're welcome. We really having enjoyed me. having you. Yes, and you can come back anytime you want. Um, if you're like, hey, I had a week. A week. I got lots of stories to tell. Like, just hit us up. We'll we'll make sure that we get you on here. Um, But I hope that you all have a wonderful week. God bless.